0: Downy, no, this no, is, no, is no, your team. No,
1: Please, no, 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 a Cherry no, Queen, no, we miss you, Downy. Please,
0: Please.
1: Please. Oh. welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Shannon Show. This is episode seven, and I have a few things to get to before I introduce our guest. First of all, we have some new merch. I need you guys to go check that out in the description. It's great stuff: the Shan Wow, Shanimal Planet, Only Shans, all those great shirts. And I'm going to need all you guys to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. You're going to get this episode, last week's episode. Make sure sure to check that out with uh, Dr. Cersei olsen Westner. It was a real good one. And I just made this Instagram account for the show. Go follow it at The Shannon Show. You can get updates on who the guest of the week is, uh, just some information regarding the last show and all the trailers. So make sure to do that as well. And with no further ado, I can't wait for this one. We have our guest, Ari Gisick. Good. How you it's doing, fine. man? You, know, you were a day one guest. I remember after I filled, filmed the first uh, episode with Johnny, I was, like, talking about people who I need on this show because I wanted this thing to, you know, I wanted to go far. And I was like, these are the people that I need to have on here to reach my target audience and do what I want to do. And you were one of those people. I mean, it was it's – just, it's just your energy in a way. I mean, I could walk into a room blindfolded, I think, and I could tell you guys whether or not Ari was in that room. Like, it is <laughs> –
0: Yelling, you know, <laughs> I'd always be yelling in class. So
1: yeah, well, yeah, that too. You're, you're a little loud, but that's not. But well, that's not what I was trying to get to. Anyway, how are you doing?
0: uh I'm just trying to try to make the best out of COVID right now. But honestly, I just be adulting I don't really have like free time on my hands. Like that's the only free time I got. But I mean, I don't mind.
1: Yeah, for this, I really appreciate you taking the time to do this. So we, yeah, I'm just going to talk a little bit because not everyone knows who you are. I know a lot of people do know who you are for a lot of different reasons because you do so many different things. I just want to get a little bit of background on you, uh, you're calling and joining us from Okinawa, Japan, uh, live from there, yes sir. Uh, how long have you lived there?
0: I'm born and raised here, so I know
1: that. That is crazy.
0: 18 years, yeah.
1: Yeah, never lived anywhere else, uh, that's a pretty be... unique childhood.
0: Yeah, I guess, I don't know, for me it I mean, seems, it... when people ask me and I am I tell them, they're like, dang that's a long time, and I'm like, I, I
1: guess. you know? <laughs> you're like, this is going by. <laughs> So, where are your parents from? How did you get to Okinawa?
0: Uh, so, my dad was originally from Patasco, Ohio. Uh, he wanted to go to college, and then he changed his mind, and he joined the Marine Corps, and then he got stationed here. And then, uh, my mom, she was born on another island here in, uh, on Okinawa called Kumijima, and they just met through mutual friends, and then I was here.
1: Wow, Yanari. Ari.
0: Shut up on their doorstep, you
1: know. Was... <laughs> That's how that worked. They just found you. me off, you know. Yeah, so a little bit back on Ari. I'm going to get back to your energy just a little bit. You were somehow known. We I met Ari at Kubasaki High School. Uh, we weren't, like, best friends or anything, but you were kind of considered the face of the class of 2020, in my opinion. Uh, I'm not sure whether you're not you agree with that, but you were, like, huge school spirit. A lot of people called you, like, the Kubi hype man. I mean, you're always the loudest. You had the most energy. I remember we were at a football game once. And I was with Sammy, and we were trying to start it. This sounds so lame to all the kids in the States. We were trying to start a student section at the football game. And he's like, wait, we need Ari. So we like spent like, <laughs> we're, like 10 minutes just looking for Ari because we could not have a student section without her because it just would not be the same. Eventually, we did. But when did that happen? How did, how did, how did that come, uh, happen um, to you?
0: So I remember my freshman year, you know, um... Like, I don't know, my personal opinion, I felt like I was a little more mature than most of the freshman class. And, you know, they just like run around, play football. And I was kind of just like, man, like, let's just chill out. So I was like that kind of kid. So I never really like liked my, my freshman class. So I would hang out with the sophomore class because that's I also hung out with those people, too, in middle school. And there was this one dude named Bobby Riggard. You probably know who he is. Oh,
1: yes yes, yes, yes.
0: And he would make that thing hype, man. And he was just like, just crazy. And I was like, man, like he inspired me and taught me like, you know, life, like life is what it is, but it's like what you make out of it. Like high school, it's either gonna be really good or really bad, but it's gonna depend on how you make out of it. And just from that moment on, like when I walked in sophomore year, I was like, Man, I was like, high school sucks, but yeah, make the best out of it. It's gonna get better unless you make it good. So I guess like big shout out to Bobby, you know, just inspiring me to just enjoy enjoy high school as much as I can.
1: Yeah, you heard that here first, guys. She was the hype man because she didn't like any of you in her class. <laughs> that's, that's great.
0: You know, do, do you not remember? Wait, were you there freshman year? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you remember all those people like posting all the Mike Wazowski memes everywhere?
1: Yes, yes, yes. yes. And, yeah, uh, I, those were the kids. Yes, I know. I was. I'm. That's
0: why I didn't like. Her I wasn't right. the
1: coolest guy either at the time. I don't know. I, I didn't really know you either. Uh,
0: I would sit in class, man. I just look down my table, and I see Mike Wozowski me. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god! I was like, bro, I hate it here.
1: Yeah, so many. Uh, there was a there was a poster on the. I don't remember the building numbers, It's like 600s building. It was like formula formulae, give me ravioli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like it was there for like two years. Like no one ever <laughs> took it down. It was just this terrible drawing, and it didn't make any sense. <laughs> and, I don't know, like, no, just, like, no one cared. I think change, things changed a little bit whenever Dr. Malin showed up, and, like, he started, like, making some changes, but, no. He started
0: no. making his own posters. <laughs> I know, he started
1: making his own posters, he's hanging up. He had, like, remember you just, like, have posters on randomly on the sidewalk?
0: No, yeah, it's just in the middle of the, on the middle of the floor, and he's like, don't step on it, and all that yeah. everyone's like, Walk all over it.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they'd just be in the middle of nowhere, like in the back corner of the school, random poster on the floor. I don't even know how do you make a poster on the floor. It wasn't even painted. I don't know.
0: It's like a sticker.
1: Yeah, and he painted all the pillars. That looks kind of nice. Like I'm playing that. Didn't Kubi just get a glow up too? I mean, I saw some video. Like they added I a bunch remember, of
0: stuff. So like, so last time I went there, so they did this for this year's class. Uh, inside the walls, it's gonna be all white, and then they have like a green strip, and Whoa. then I mean, it's on the I know, right? Fancy. And then <laughs> on the science wall they have like a science design but i don't know if that's the same for all the different apart uh departments for the subjects but that's as much as i've seen but there's a lot of teachers that have been transferring in and out and a lot of like rearrangement stuff like that so it's definitely changed like yeah it's different i'm, I'm glad i graduated 2020 like that's yeah that's, <laughs> too I'm like, bro, that's too much change for me like change is good but that's too much for me
1: yeah people don't really understand kusaki it's it's an older school to say the least uh it's very run down building i it might be hard for some people to imagine i guess it's um yeah they promised the new school that was supposed to be for our graduating class our graduating year supposed to be for 2020 then that got pushed back 10 years so mm-hmm. that didn't happen it's... <laughs>
0: That's the military for you. They're going to make these promises and never going to give it to you until they exactly. feel Exactly.
1: Like. They're like, yeah, we're just going to tear down Zucran. And then Zucran's, like, still standing, like, a month before the school's supposed to be up. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> That's great. The old one. I'm not sure. Is it still there? Did they take down the old one yet?
0: No, nah, it's still no? there. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I know. our the, What is it? The elementary school has a better school than we do. It's bigger, yeah, too.
1: Facts. Yeah, for got, sure. like,
0: you know, like, the censor detective thing for like going in and out of the buildings. They got like pods. They got like, they have automatic uh, what is it? Sinks. I don't even think we have automatic sinks, right? I don't even
1: think think we have knobs in our sinks. I feel like you just kind of have to like hit it and then some water will drip out and all the cockroach and stuff. I don't even want to talk about that. It's so (laughs) gross in those bathrooms. So bad. I know they fixed them a little bit. (laughs) Like all the writing on the stalls too. Some of those things are kind of funny though. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. So I'm a little bit more about you. You kind of you do a lot of everything. Uh-huh. Uh, from how I see it, I'm not sure. I think it's your fence that you mostly post on and on your Snapchat story. You're a great follow, by the way, like because you're just doing so much different shit all the time. I'm like can't even keep up. Let's just one of them. Let's talk about rugby. I want to talk about rugby because like it was like one day I just open up the story and like Ari's playing rugby and yeah. she's like she's going really hard and like yeah. this is insane.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it was kind of weird. So like, I played. So I played football like my freshman year, but I played OIF. And my dad wouldn't let me play high school, and I'm like, bro, come on! Like I bench more than half of the JV team. I was like, just let me play. I yeah, like this yeah. standard is not like stateside that you're thinking. Like these guys are not going to crush me because I don't know. I guess they are the same sizes of them. Well, oh, yeah, like just Dodea as a whole mentally, they're just not as intense. So I feel like when it comes to Dodea as sports, it's just if you're mentally there, you can do anything. So I always wanted to play football and I loved playing football. And then after my first year, like that was the last time I played. So just like the tackling and just the hit, like I just loved it. So then I think it was the the Rugby World Cup and Japan made it to the final semifinals, right? And that's where it started to get really big. Like, if Japan makes semifinals, like, it's going to be the new trend in Japan. Yeah. So, as soon as that happened, there started to be, like, TV and stuff. And there's probably be, like, TV shows. And I was, like, watching. I was like, man, this is just like football. Like, this is something I want to do. And it's also female. So I was like, bro, I was like, let me play. And then my mom was just, like, hey, yeah, here's a team right here. Go on first date. Go for it. And it was actually kind of funny because the coach was like, yeah, come to practice. You know, you can watch. And I showed up in these, like, this hoodie and these jeans and, like, my like my Nike shoes. I show up, and he was like, do you think you can throw a ball? And I was like, yes. And we're throwing the ball. Next thing I knew, I was practicing for an hour and a half. And my, practicing
1: full-time in your jeans? Yeah,
0: I was just like, I'm not ready. I was like, I don't got no cleats on or nothing. <laughs> that's
1: sick. Yeah, so that's, how did you fun. find the team?
0: Uh, just Instagram, I think. My, I think my mom was just looking on Instagram. I don't know. She was kind of more interested in rugby before I was really. She was already like, Oh, I got a team already right here and I was like, Alright, cool. So you knew I was gonna ask. Yeah. But yeah, that's literally it. It wasn't it was, it wasn't really much of a build up. It was just like Yeah, that's let's how go.
1: that's what it seemed like. I was like, hey, that's <laughs> great for her, man. I c I couldn't play any rugby. That's uh that's great. I love how Japan like how they look up to their athletes, I guess, in that mm-hmm. way. Like, whenever one of their national teams goes far or, like, any of the guys who make it to the American Pro Leagues, I mean, it's a big deal to them. And
0: they have, oh, like, yeah. all this... Oh, Okinawa. Like, there's one yeah. player uh, from Okinawa and that's, like, a big deal, you know? That's, like one Hawaiian player makes it to, like, a NFL football team, like, that's a big yeah. deal because small island, you know, we don't have, like, as much money as mainland people. So the fact that someone goes really far and, you know, they're built the way we are because we are built differently from mainlanders. Mainlanders are tall and strong naturally, have a yeah. good build, whereas you now one's, like, just small. So the fact that someone went up there and tore it up, like, that's a big deal for us. So, yeah, it's just it just spread like wildfire around here and, Everyone plays rugby now. Like, everywhere you go, like, you see kids play rugby. How long have you been
1: doing it now? Sorry.
0: Uh I think I started, like, February. So, like, only a few months, like, five, four months. I mean, COVID really cut off, like, a whole month off. So, we haven't been really being able to play.
1: Yeah. What kind of bond do you have with your teammates then? I mean, how close are you with them? And I,
0: you, I don't even know. Uh, it's, it's pretty close just on the fact that, you know, uh like, at, like you're, you're there to you're there to play and get better, but you're also there to have fun and have a good time. So it's a good balance. I think what's different from high school and from uh, my team is just the fact that they're more mature you know and that they understand that not everything is given to you you have to work hard like if i if i give them criticism it's not out of hate it's out of love and if they give me criticism i know it's it's out of love and they just want me to get better so i think that dynamic is just so it's so good you know like in any adult yeah. team that i've played when it came to softball or playing the basketball at the gym like it was just everyone knew that you're not going to get better unless you get that criticism and i don't think that's that's shared in high school as much so it's pretty good,
1: I think. Yeah, you just mentioned basketball too. Uh do you want to get into that now? You played how, how many years did you played dragon basketball?
0: Four years,
1: Four years, cool. four year athlete. That's all right, man! Oh
0: my god.
1: You guys were I'm not gonna say anything about those teams. I
0: it was like, special. We were we could be the special man, it was so bad. <laughs>
1: yeah they weren't exactly stacked to line up so we can put it that way when did you start playing was it your freshman year you just went out for it? like how do you have the motivation to try all these new things i can not imagine playing all these different sports
0: uh so like before high school all i did was karate and it was the only thing i did for years and years and i i eventually just kind of got bored just because everyone started leaving started playing their japanese high school and middle yeah. school sports started splitting off and i was kind of like the only one so I was like, man, I need something new. And uh, my fifth grade teacher would talk to me about his high school experience. So, oh, I played soccer. I did this, this, this. And I, that, like, movie be like, I want to do all those cool things, too. So basketball, I want to say, like, I went to, like, this teen's, like, the youth center. And one of the old basketball players that went to Kawasaki kind of showed me. she was like, hey, yeah. play some basketball. And then I kind of liked it. I was like, okay, it's not too bad, you know. Maybe it's something on the checklist. And then uh, basketball is coming up, and I was like, might as well try it out. And you know, what are you gonna tell me? I can't make it? Like that's as much as it's yeah. gonna happen. I made it. I was like, all right, cool. And it just went on from there.
1: Yeah, the Kubi sports teams. Like I, I know you definitely got better at basketball over the years. But once you try out, you're basically on the team. Like it's, this just it's I just think, such a such a small think, school
0: squad where it's like you need to still compete because yeah. sometimes people off it don't matter
1: yeah and then you mentioned uh the martial arts is that what the content? Yeah. how did you how big has that been for you because i remember you posted something about it about um forgive me i don't even remember was it you got black belt yeah
0: back in november i think like two years yeah. ago so, yeah so how it's long did bit- that
1: take you yeah
0: uh, it was like a big thing for me just so, so I had like, you know, my siblings, my half siblings, they were doing karate and my dad was kind of pushing them to do it. And he was like, here, I want you to do it. It teaches you so much about life and discipline, discipline. And he was trying to teach them, but they never really liked it, stick with it. But I was like three years old, four years old. And I was like, I want to do it. Like I, I was never pushed by him. I was just like, I want to do it. I want to do it. And he's like, no, you're too young. And I was like, I want to do it. I was like, put me in. I was just, I remember, I would go to these classes, and I would watch my older siblings just, like, not put their all in it. And I'm like, bro, put me in. Uh, Like, coach, put uh. me in, you know? So just, like, from the get-go, I was just like, I want to do it. So then eventually they took me to a style, like, right down the street, Kyokushin, which is, like, full contact sport kind of karate. And then my dad opened his own dojo because he he did karate for, like, 30-some years as well. And, uh, he opened his own dojo wait you do, which is like more of a style, more like cultural style. Mm. So I went to them like Tuesdays and Thursdays and I go to my dad's Monday, Wednesday, Friday and it was yeah. back to back to back. Cause I liked it so much. And then eventually like I had to pick between the styles because it started to mess with my own style. Like it started to carry over, which is kind of bad. So I just broke off with Kilksheen and I stuck with my dad and we just been teaching class from there on out. Just that's it.
1: Has it taught a lot about you about like discipline in your life? Like do you think it's changed who you are today?
0: No, yeah, for sure. I guess I I guess like as I got older, I realized how much it has changed and how much it affects my life, especially with sports, you know, cuz it's an independent like it's an independent sport. So when I would go to tournaments, yeah. I would focus on myself, and I would just grind, and I would push hard and everything like that. And then once I went to dog school, and you're putting people where they're not working as hard, then you then I realized, like, wow, like, why? Like, I thought this was normal. Like, I thought hard work was normal, you know? So definitely that, and just, like, discipline when it came to, like, um, I'm not going to get what I want if I don't put in the work. So, like, school-wise, I needed to do my work. Even if I didn't want to, and it was, like, 10 o'clock, and I was procrastinating, I was like, yeah. oh, I need to. So, that definitely taught me a lot from karate, yeah.
1: That's good to hear. One more sport I want to get to, because uh, I know you played your freshman year. You played for Coach Davis. Oh, could be softball. Well, no, I, I need to hear about this. I never heard about it. What? Because I remember I went to a softball game, and you were just balling out at second base. Like, you were making every play. And then you didn't play the next year. I just I'm I was so confused at the time. I never got to talk to you about it. What was playing your freshman year like for Coach Davis? Because I know a lot of people might not know Coach Davis. I know she was because she left after our freshman year, and she was my mm-hmm. tennis coach too. So I got to know her a lot too. I, I mean, I used to see you in her room all the time, and I was there too. Yeah,
0: that, but, that you know, was yeah, that
1: was just the hanging out with her in and there. The
0: to tennis. I yeah. knew
1: that. I would change the, how many days we had left until Far East. A oh, big deal. It was a big deal. Yeah. So talk about. Freshman in your softball, please. I insist.
0: Um. So so because of basketball, there was two players, Raven and Sierra, and they played softball. And they were pushing yes. me like, come on, do, do softball, do softball. And I was like, no. You're like because another time, sport. I, I, know, I was like, man. And at the time, too, uh, my girlfriend at the time, she used to play KUBI softball. And then she moved, so then she was kind of pushing me. She was like, come on, try, try, try. Where's my number? Represent me. And I was like, ah. I was like, I, I don't know. Like, you know, I don't want to diss on your number. Like, I never played before. <laughs> and then they were like, it's okay. Just just come out. And Coach Davis was like, hey, look, just try out one day. Just come out one day. And I'll tell you if you're good or not. And I was like, okay, well, mm-hmm. don't waste my three days, you know. I don't, want, I don't want to be there for three days, and I tell them it sucks. So she's like, I'll tell you on the first day. And I was like, okay. Okay. So I came out, and, you know, I tried, I tried out, and then, you know, uh, after the, I felt, I felt like, okay, I was like, okay, that wasn't too bad, I guess, you know, and I asked Coach Davis, I was like, hey, Coach Davis, you know, was I good or not, and she was like, I don't know, and I was like, she was like, I guess you're gonna have to keep coming to find out, and I was like. I was like, this dude, That's totally
1: something she would do. That's 100%. That sounds just like <laughs> That's great.
0: So then I was just, like, super nervous, and I was like, man, I'm not going to make it. And then eventually I made it to – I think I made it to JV, right? I think, yeah. I made it to JV, and then uh, eventually I got pulled up because due to someone – someone got kicked off, there was injuries, so I was kind of like – it wasn't like I earned my spot there, but it was just like, hey, there's oh, an opening. There. Yeah. yeah, I was there, you know? So they would take me to ASIJ, and like, I was so, it was so different because JV, you know, like, the pitches weren't clean, but we're in Varsity, it was just such a different level. Like, there was actually pitches coming to you. So yeah. it was so different to, like, actually hit off of people, and it was crazy because uh, this one pitcher from ASIJ, you know, everyone was struggling to hit off of her, but she just kept putting it right in the middle. And that, for me, I was like, all I know is to hit from the middle. So I was like, this is solid. I was like, this is great. So, like, I I, I did pretty good for, like, a freshman. I, there's lots of learning curves, obviously. Against Dakota, too, it was good games. Like, that was a different pitch. It was a difficult pitch for me. But from that point on, I just started going to practice and just, like, working hard and then uh, play like, played Far East. And yeah, that was that was my freshman experience. Just just Were play you second enjoying day. it? Yeah, I I enjoyed it for sure. I I really did like it. Just the fact that it was, you know, it was different. The people were nice. Uh the coaching. It was good coaching balance. Because, Co- you know, Coach Davis, she was strict but she wasn't like, you know, in there. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. we had to yeah who was really, he was, he, he was like a drill instructor for us. So I, I just love that kind of balance between coaches where it's like, I'm going to be really hard on you, but I'm also going to like, you know, motivate you and tell you what you're doing good on. So I like that chemistry between those coaches. I, I enjoy that a lot.
1: Yeah, she was a really good coach in that aspect. I completely agree with you. So then the next year, mm-hmm. I I just I just want to know, you said you were really enjoying it. You went back out there. Did T-Bear cut you from that team?
0: Yeah, so... That is
1: unbelievable. T-Bear, you know, T-Bear's a friend of the show. Actually, I don't know that. I hope he is. But <laughs> what what happened?
0: So what happened was the season before, I broke my ankle. And I didn't really know until two weeks after. Uh, two weeks after they told me. So I broke my ankle. Went to the hospital, and they are like, oh, you know, it's a really bad sprain. And I'm learning anatomy at the time. And we're learning bone fractures. Mm-hmm. And I see mm-hmm. my x-ray. And I'm like, that is a fracture right there. Like I can see that. I see a little crack. And I'm like, you know what? But this dude has this dude is getting paid to tell me what to do with my body. To so I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna let him tell me. I <laughs> swear I see that crack right there. So then eventually, uh I think I like woke up one day and it was just boom, purple. And I was like, oh my God. So we went to a different doctor, and he's like, yeah. He was like it's definitely fractured, but since you were wrapping it every day, you essentially made yourself your own cast. So I was making my own cast every day because yeah. I was wrapping it every day. So he was like, "It's already healing, but it's already too late for me to put you in a nice cast." He was like, "You just have to keep wrapping it." What? He's <laughs> like, But there's, and I was like, like I got so screwed over. So. I had that little fracture there. And then everyone was like, come on, come softball, come softball, come softball. And then uh, I was like, yeah, I got to do softball. You know, like I got to do it. I got to do it. So I went out there and like I just it I wasn't feeling 100 percent like I because once I broke my ankle in basketball, you know, I stopped working out for like for like a month, which isn't a lot for some people. But for me, it's such a difference for working out every day. So when I showed up, I just like wasn't 100. percent I didn't touch the glove as much, and then I was kind of like I don't know. I guess I guess you weren't I healthy. At, yeah, I wasn't healthy, and also like I didn't take it as serious as they wanted me to, which is understandable. Like you know, you're underclassmen. You think you made varsity, like that, like that was what it was, and that I guess I bit myself in the butt for that one. But like, but I mean, yeah, he he put me to JV. I was like, you know, screw it. Replay freshman year. I'm gonna work my way up, you know? And yeah. I was working my way up, you know, I was I was still showing up, I was still dressing out for varsity games. So obviously I was still there as a potential as like, you know, yeah. uh like a sub or something like that. But I think one day, one game, uh these JV Kadena girls, man, they were stepping on my ankle because I was at third and they would just step on my ankle and it just kept getting worse and worse to the point where I couldn't run. And I was like, man, I was like, I got to drop out. I was like, this isn't healthy. I was like, I don't see softballs in the long term. I'm more committed to basketball. So wow. I made a decision to just drop out because my ankle was so bad. And, yeah, I just dropped out.
1: Yeah, and that makes sense. Yeah.
0: It was just – it just wasn't worth it, you know. And then, the, like, it was such a – I didn't I didn't I didn't like the coaching. Like, it just, yeah, I just didn't like T-Bear. That coaching dynamic was different. Very I didn't different. like the way – Yeah, and I was just like, man, that's stupid, because it was mostly seniors in that squad, so they were like, oh, I don't care, you know, senior year, whatever, deal with this, win a far east and deal with it, and that was their, like, that was their mentality, which is understandable, but for me as a sophomore, like, I would be stuck here for three years, and I was like, no, I can't, I was like, I can't do that, I was like, I can't deal with this, but especially something that I don't have a burning passion for, it was, I was like, wow, I'm just, something I did, you know? check this is a bucket
1: list for me. no and it's good that you have so many things that you can like even for if it's a short term have a passion for Mm -hmm. uh yeah that's great so we're gonna talk about volleyball don't worry about that it's kind of part of the questions that we have i made a question uh it's not a poll i don't even care ask people to ask me questions for ari on the show on my instagram account and we got a pretty solid turnout i'm just going to go through these uh one at a time i i guess i can say who asked them i guess there's no reason to keep it confidential or anything so uh, i'm just gonna fire them away at you how does that sound
0: oh yeah go but, for all it right,
1: let's go uh, so alex saber wants to know how's life
0: is life <laughs> i
1: know it was a tough one i know i've not
0: <laughs> i never know how to answer that question you know? yeah, yeah i know, know. <laughs> <laughs> someone asked me now, i'd be like it's life you know like yeah. I just. <laughs> He was, he was me, the yeah.
1: first one. I was like, it's great. It's great. I appreciate it. It's going well, Alex. I hope your life is going well as well. Um, Adele, do you remember Adele? From She played tennis our freshman year. You might not. But I
0: see she it.
1: asks, would Transformers buy life insurance or car insurance? I, I, know, I know. I don't
0: even. Life insurance or car insurance?
1: They're cars. Like, it has to be a car insurance, like, isn't it? speaking,
0: their life insurance is car insurance, so...
1: What do you oh. mean? No, 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 no. Listen, life insurance oh. is for humans. You might as well call it human insurance, but that'd be kind of weird if you're like, yeah, I gotta go get my human insurance. Like that's...
0: Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. They're a car, which is their life. They're human. They're a car, so <laughs> but... it's the same thing. She, just, she Not the just same deaths.
1: thing. Not saying, would Lightning McQueen get life insurance? Hell
0: yeah, (laughs) (laughs) ka-chow.
1: That's terrible. Uh, One of your, I'm not sure who this is, I can't tell from the username, one of your favorite memories of being a military kid?
0: Mm. Not sure if there's
1: anything in particular. I know, that's a tough one. It's very broad, put you on the spot. I guess I should have told you these beforehand.
0: i never really traveled, you know, like I'm not necessarily a military child, I was civilian, but I was uh, surrounded by, it. I guess my favorite part is just meeting new people, you know, always meeting people everywhere For when it came to sports, uh, when it came to just people coming here and seeing us, like, it was nice to just meet a whole bunch of new people and hear where they're from, hear their accents and, like, their, <laughs> their lifestyle. It's just, it was just new to me, you know? Like, even at my job now, like, there's people from Alaska who has, like, a solid accent, and I was just like, man, that's cool. Like, it's just stuff like that I I find fascinating.
1: Yeah, what's it like? So, you're living in the same place, and you're around all these military kids who are constantly coming in and out. You're just like, hey, see ya, and then you might see him again, like, three years later. So, <laughs> that, uh... I can't even imagine.
0: It's hard, you know, especially as a little kid, you got to go through that. So yeah. at first I was a little kid, I was kind of like, oh, my God, I'm so sad. I'm never going to see you again. <laughs> but then as you get older, you start realizing, like, okay, these people who I genuinely care about, I know they'll care about me if we stay in touch. If we don't stay in touch, then that's the yeah. problem. Like, as you get older, you start realizing that. So that was that was kind of how I mentally got along with it, you know?
1: Yeah, a lot of people make the make a big deal out about it. I mean, especially people who aren't necessarily military kids. They're always talking about like moving around so much, but I mean, that's what it is. Like the people who you care about and they care about you, you'll keep in touch, and you yeah. can't you can't help it if someone doesn't want to keep in touch. It's like can't do anything about that.
0: Exactly.
1: So a friend of mine from Virginia, Riley asks, "Is your refrigerator running?" <sighs> that's bad.
0: No, so I don't have to touch it. I yeah. don't know
1: joke. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not it's not it's not a good joke. I I didn't like that How one. But you, yes, Richard. Well, I have to
0: catch both of them, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> um okay so Abigail she asked a lot of questions that I already asked. So wait one of the wait she I didn't ask you this one. How did you like being the manager of the Kubasaki volleyball team? Uh it was it
0: was a weird <laughs> I don't know. I mean like like I said it was just one of those times where I was just like hey i'll do it you know and i just jumped in it and like begging you to do it well no it was like so my freshman year i wanted to do it but i was too terrified and i was also busy with football and like hogan was intimidating man that was his prime that was prime angry hogan so i really didn't want to touch that you know shout out to hogan love you hogan but um sophomore year abby and lindy you know they're like come on like it would be so cool you get to watch us play volleyball all the time and i was like I mean, I got nothing else to do, you know. I don't, I don't have to dance for a answer sp- for fall sport. so I was like, sure. And it was nice just because, like, I, I felt like I was involved in the team. Like, I, I was involved in the team without having to sweat, which was really nice.
1: Yeah.
0: the team, but I also learned so much about volleyball, just like the sport itself, the rules. Also, being able to travel, like that, was really nice. And it was, just, it was, I loved it. I would do it all over again, honestly.
1: I, my only memory of Coach Hogan is we were, I had him for, as my PE teacher and I was, we were stretching in the circles doing our warm-ups and he never talked to me. He came up to me and he said, are you the kid that plays tennis? And I said, yes. And he said, okay. And that was it. Like, there was nothing else. Like, he just didn't talk to me again after that. I'm like, okay, sounds good. Appreciate it. I just, I, and then you guys were so close to me. It was so weird for me because like, I see him in PE and he's like, straight face, like, all, all all business. And then I see the Snapchat stories, and he's, like, dancing around with the girls, like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hanging out with you guys. I'm like, who is this man?
0: I know, he was just so different. Like, when it came to volleyball, if it was on court, he's serious, you know. Uh, he's serious, he's going to do the best he can. He don't care if you like him or not. Stuff like that. But uh, when it came off court and we're talking about, like, you know, mentality-wise, emotionally, like, he was, like, you know, a dad to all of us. He made sure that we were okay. You know, he would joke around with us when we're traveling. He, we would all play the game together. and Like, that was, like, involving volleyball. Like, it was just – that was Hogan. So, I, I liked him for sure. I really do miss him. And I, I see him as an inspiration for sure, too. Did you guys – did they win two Far East Championships or one? I can't remember. One, we got like, second place last year, second place. Uh, and then first place, and then uh, third the year before, and then they had a uh, three-peat my freshman year.
1: Yeah, I just remember, like, tennis, I'm getting my butt kicked, baseball, getting our butts kicked, and I see the volleyball girls, and they're, like, in the championship, winning Far East and stuff. I'm like, what? how are they so good? Why are they... <laughs> the I forget
0: mean... The- Unbelievable, dude! It, it is in incre- is It's not as intense. Like I'm gonna say right now, it's not as intense as it used to be. But when during their three peat, it was just purely volleyball. Like they didn't play any other sport. They dropped everything and they would work day in and day out, season, not season, beach, indoor. Like it was just consistently workout all the time.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's why they were so good
1: what was coach grubbs like for you guys cuz he was also our baseball coach mm-hmm. and i know he coached the volleyball team so what was he like i don't even know, compared to hogan i guess
0: uh so he so like i said kind of that uh that coaching chemistry so hogan was definitely the one that was a stickler and kind of yeah. you know put up put up put up your butt yeah. you know it was just <laughs> straight and uh <laughs> grubbs was definitely more of like He's going to teach you some things, too, but he's going to come in from a calm approach. Like, that was kind of Grubbs as it is. And uh, sometimes sometimes that dynamic will shift. Sometimes Grubbs will become that uh, strict coach. Oh and Hogan... When
1: Grubbs starts yelling at you, that's when you know you messed up. <laughs> that,
0: that's what that's what happened at Far East when we were down by three sets. And, like, I, that was the first time I've ever seen Grubbs lose his, like, composure, but it was understandable it wasn't necessarily the girls or his fault, or nobody's fault, it was really the refs, but that was the first time I've ever seen Grubbs get mad, but, yeah, he was a good coach as well, he was definitely someone who helped uh, the volleyball team when it came to the dynamic of coaches.
1: Uh, Yeah, for sure, uh, Abigail also wants to know, she said, ask her about how she was Hogan's bitch, <laughs> Can you explain that? I'm a little confused because you were just the manager. Like I didn't know uh, that was part of the the description. I wasn't,
0: uh, I wasn't his bitch, but I would do a lot of <laughs> for Hogan just to keep this dude happy because sure. I, yeah. I, I think I think personally I was his little vent jar because every time they messed up on the court, he would turn around and look at me and he'd be like, you know, cussing his head off and he's saying <laughs> all this. He turn around, he's completely fine, and I'm just like, okay, like. I'm glad you told me where oh, nice. he'd be like why are they doing this and I'm like like I've never played volleyball <laughs> in my life and I was like <laughs> but yeah anything anything when it came to Hogan he needed something paperwork done he needed coffee stuff like that like I got it for him just cause I knew that dude was busy I knew that dude was especially in his personal life like he was kind of He was kind of on and off, too, just like everyone else in the world. You know, he was having a rough time in his life, and he was trying to get a volleyball team to win a championship. So I was like, the most I can do as a manager is to keep him happy as well. So I was like, bro, I got you. I'll get your coffee. And plus, he let me skip class. So I was like, yeah. Yeah,
1: okay, okay. Uh, She also said, ask her about her green card.
0: A green card? I don't know what a green card is
1: green car
0: car Uh, car. no not a green card (laughs) i was like i'm here legally yeah Um, (laughs) oh my green car um yeah i definitely hate it i really want to buy a new one but i'm also a really cheap cheap person so i like i have like this huge debt in the back of my car but i'm too cheap to fix it and it only costs (laughs) like dollars it only costs like a few like hundred dollars and i have like that's how cheap I am I'm just like yeah I don't it's fine nah it's not worth that's, it that's the I am it's not worth it you know
1: I'm gonna need yeah. a picture of that so I, so I can show everyone the dent please uh <laughs> Abigail I'm sorry it's not personal Abigail <laughs> she also wants the note of the car not your bank account by the way she said your favorite memory from high school
0: favorite memory from high school it's another
1: tough one on the spot I know she doesn't want to see you succeed on this. She wants to see you fail.
0: Especially when your, like, memory is so, like, cloudy as <laughs> high school. Really. <laughs> uh, I guess, like, my favorite memory was just the whole, um, all my sports seasons for junior year. My basketball, my basketball year and volleyball year was really fun because volleyball, like, we won the championship, yeah, but it, like just looking at all the three years that I've managed volleyball and looking at the team of uh, my, the freshman year that I didn't manage, like, that dynamic yeah. was also the same. Like, you can just tell when a team is going to win a championship just by looking at the chemistry, practices, the dynamic. So, like, that – it was cool to see it because that's also, like, my job too. Like, just watch. Like, I just watch them play. So, yeah. I think that was, like, the best moment just seeing that, like, develop – and then my junior basketball, like, it was the hardest year, but that was, like, where we had the most hope. Like, I think, honestly, like, due, due to some circumstances, like, we, we could have went competing for third and fourth, which is probably, like, the highest, like, freaking we would compete yeah. in a long time, you know, but due to some circumstances, we couldn't make it. But that team, like, definitely, like, that was a lot of progress made with that team as well because it was kind of a... It was a rebuilding team, just like that uh, volleyball one. They were both yeah. rebuilding teams sophomore year and junior year, you just you can see all the hard work pay off. So I think that's why I like my junior year the most is because all the hard work just paid off and it was worth it. Even if it wasn't a championship, it was just really nice to see it.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh next one from a friend of mine in Virginia. I'm not sure if you have any reason for this. She wants to know why there's a gorilla emoji next to your name on Instagram. Oh God, yeah, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. Struggle stuff. <laughs> you yeah. don't be good at what. That's what I'm talking about. That's what it's about. Got
0: yeah. the yeah. grill because you gotta then...
1: stay sore. <laughs> Last one is from Brenna. She wants to know why your twins are so gargantuan. Oh my gosh! Can you? Do explain? you know?
0: do you know what she's talking about like when you hear that question do you know what she thinks she's talking about do you know i
1: i think i do but i really don't want to say that on the air i mean you can let everyone know <laughs> i'll cut it out i'll cut it out <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that, yeah
0: that's yeah she always every why? time i say every time i say hi brenda she's not making eye contact with me she's making eye contact with something else and she's like okay. hi and i'm like eh, like seriously.
1: why are they starting to not you in
0: why are they so great? I don't know.
1: actually <laughs> Why? Parents, I hate that, that word gargantuan. That's a terrible word. I cannot. I don't.
0: <laughs> no, that, that's yep. That, that's out of my control. I have no clue why. <laughs> <laughs> I just go to school one day wearing this different shirt, and she's like, "Whoa!" I never realized, and I was like, "Oh my god, bro!" I was like, "Really?" In front of everybody, really? So embarrassing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's the rest of the. Instagram questions. Thank you guys for all doing those. Abigail had a lot of ones that I already asked, so she sent a lot. Appreciate all of you for doing that. We'll be doing that for the next episode as well, so make sure to chime in there. Uh, I'm. Anything else you want to talk about? I mean, this was absolutely awesome talking to you about all these things.
0: Bro, how's college? I'm curious on yours.
1: I was, oh, How's college for me? Yeah, I'm. Oh my, the, my flag fell while we were recording. I didn't even realize that's <laughs> mad embarrassing. That's... You <laughs> see my terrible little empty board with the single pennant? Okay. Uh, yeah, it's, it's going well. It's going well so far. Doing it up at Penn State. Having a great time. Uh, COVID, it's a little different. It's a little different with COVID, obviously. But uh, there's no Big Ten football right now. I believe that's coming back, though, so that might change. I know you're an Ohio State fan. Is that right? Yeah, that's terrible. We're going to pretend. Yes, yeah, I saw that. I was hoping that's not what it was. I was hoping my eyes were deceiving me. But, uh, yeah, we're, we're going to pretend like we don't have issues with that or anything. Yeah, going well. Doing a podcast now.
0: Keep it professional.
1: Who would have thought? Yeah, this was very professional. Very professional. Until the gargantuan twins. Yes. Unbelievable.
0: (laughs) I can't say it better, but I really can't. (laughs) All right.
1: Well, that's going to wrap up this episode of The Shannon Show, episode number seven. This was an absolute pleasure, as always, talking to my friend Ari. I uh, wanted you on here from the very beginning. I say that like this podcast has been around for years. This is week seven. For the past seven weeks, I've wanted you on the show. And we finally got it done. And it's going to have to happen again sometime. Maybe oh, we get sure. some of these other volleyball girls on the show and hear some of yours. Terrible stories. I want to hear more about Hogan.
0: i tell you right now, Abigail really wants to be on this show, so you can go she ahead does, and hit her up. Uh,
1: <laughs> okay. We'll look into it. I'll have to think about it. <laughs> All right. Till next time, guys. Make sure to subscribe. Shannon Show's out.